Hello, everybody. Wanted to come to you this morning with Pastor Rodney Evans for another episode of Real Life Discussion. Uh, we are going to get into the topic of prayer today, yes. uh, more so in depth into Daniel's prayer, in Daniel chapter 10, that we kind of alluded to last podcast. Yes. Um, Pastor Rodney, I think there was a couple of things you wanted to share with us this morning. Yeah, we did not do uh, for today a YouTube video. There will be one over there the first part of this week. Okay. And I'm encouraging everyone to go over to YouTube to Real Life Discuss with Pastor Rodney Evans. And go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And hit the little bell there. And that way you'll be uh, made aware of as soon as we drop it in. I've been amazed <clears throat> at the people that as soon as I drop it in, they start listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an humbling experience because I know people are wanting to hear the word. And so I'm thankful for that. And we're going to talk about that real life discussion, Pastor Rodney, on YouTube just in a few moments. But we're going to start out talking about Daniel. Now, Daniel began to pray and fast. And it says he prayed and fast for three weeks. How many of us are willing to do that for three weeks to get the answer we desire? A lot of us will quit in the first day or two. Yeah. Uh, because as soon as you start fasting, people's going to have a pizza today in today's society that we're living in with the coronavirus, have a pizza delivered to your house. And they don't know you're fasting. But we'll say, hey, we'll wait till tomorrow. Or we'll start fasting and don't get the answer we desire. And then we stop. Or it's more so about comfort because you, you're hurting a little bit. You want those foods yes. that make you feel good instead of uh, being uncomfortable in fasting. Yeah, when my dad was talking yesterday and uh, we brought up, uh, I think some of this was made to have people gain weight. Yeah. And he said, just think about when we go back to school, some people are back sure. to church. Some people won't be able to uh, just, just show up because we'll be able to fit in our clothes. So, um, but here he fasted and we want to look at verse 10 through 12 in Daniel chapter 10. Baby, will you read that? All right, this is the New King James Version. It says, Suddenly a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come because of your words. Well, there's three things. There's more than that, but in verse 12, there's three things we'll bring out very quickly. The first thing is his heart. We got to make sure that we keep our heart right Mm -hmm. and, and et cetera. The second thing is he humbled himself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about him. Yeah. He needed an answer, and he was going to well. He was willing to pay the price, whatever however long it took. And the other one is he uh, he heard him the first time, but it was his words. Yeah, he heard the words. The words. So when you're praying, how many times do we give up before we get the answer? Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe sometimes we give up right when the answer is about ready to be delivered to us. Mm-hmm. But here there was a war going on in the heavenlies yeah. to bring the answer. And just think, but when you're praying, it releases and changes things in the spiritual realm, which affects the things in the natural realm. So I want to encourage, to me, the, the one of the focus of the church right now, and especially people that can't get out and go anywhere right now, let's pray. Yeah. Let's begin to, to uh, work on our prayer habit, which is a good thing, yeah. something that we need to begin to do. 
But you need to read this whole chapter because it's full of some very good nuggets. But in, uh, go ahead. With uh, coming for your words, it's so important that your prayer is word-based. Yes. I mean, we, we can pray in the Spirit. Um, Which we recommend if we you're recommend, spirit-filled. But praying the Word, because if God sent the angel to come after Daniel's words, he came because of Daniel's words. Yes. What would the angel be coming to us for? Yes. What words would he find? And if you're speaking the words, they're yes yeah. and amen. Yeah. And uh, behold, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. It's something we'll look at next week or the week after. But you hold the keys. God's waiting for us to utter something from the earth biblically so yeah. he can move. Faith-filled. Faith-filled words. Yes. Because death and life is in the power of your tongue. What are you speaking? What are you saving? So if you can't, and if you don't have that gift of praying in the Spirit, pray the Word. Mm-hmm. Find the Scripture to stand on and to begin to pray on. One of the focus that you and I have taken up during this time, we could be teaching and preaching and declaring words of doom and gloom. Yeah. We decided to declare words of uplifting because that's what I feel the body of Christ and the people in the, in the world, and especially in America, need right now. Is uplifting words. Well, God knows this is going on. So yes. we don't have to, our prayer time doesn't have to be taken up with, oh God, look how bad it is. Um, we need to pray, the, the, speak the word. the word back that we're overcomers. That I was looking protection. at sending this out today and I didn't. But uh, one of the things will be going out on Twitter, on, on Facebook, is too many times we spend time talking the negative. Talking to God about the mountain instead of the mountain about our God. Yeah. And we need to begin talking to the situations that's going on in our life about how powerful and how big our God is. Amen. But here in Daniel, there's another one that that I wanted to bring up. It talks about the heart. He says, he talked, he come against fear mm-hmm. in verse 13. But in verse 12. In verse 12, excuse me, yes. But in verse 19, it goes on and read that, baby. Verse 19 there. And he said, O man greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be to you. Be strong. Yes, be strong. So when he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. Fear. He came against fear and he spoke peace. Yes. There's a message on Real Life Discovery with Pastor Rodney. It's had, it's about 10, about 10 months ago. Mm-hmm. And I thank God that he had insight to this because I believe that message is so relevant for today. We've had over 100 people listen to it. Uh, and it's, it's, it's titled, Peace I Leave With You, My Peace I Give Unto You. Mm-hmm. And I encourage you, after you listen to this podcast, go over to Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney on the YouTube uh-huh. and listen to it. Yeah. I believe it will really help you during this time because peace is so strong, the yeah. word peace. Jesus would have spoke in... Uh, Aramaic, Hebrew... And the word that he would have said was... Shalom. Now, baby, give them the definition for that. Shalom means completeness, safety, soundness in body, welfare, health, prosperity, peace, quiet, peace in a human-type relationship, peace with God, especially in covenant relationship, and peace from war. So it's so powerful. Covers everything. Everything in, in your life. Yeah. So I want, you and I right now want to speak peace. We want to speak shalom to, to everyone. everyone right now. And it's biblical. Yes. 
So you need to take that and declare it to your life today and walk around and speak peace over yourself, over your family. So I encourage you, uh, when you get done listening to this, to please go over to Real Life Discuss with Pastor Rodney on our YouTube channel and listen to that. I believe it's very important right now. Now, we uh, there's a lot of breakthroughs waiting for us in our prayer time. Mm-hmm. And God promises us breakthroughs as we spend time in prayer yes. to Him. And He'll move in different areas of our life. And right now, we need to be praying and declaring that we see an end to this coronavirus. Yeah. And God can do that. Yes. So we need to begin to declare that. There's Prayer changes things. And first thing, it changes the unknown. Yeah. Second. That also changes the unseen. Third. The unclaimed. And fourth. The unsaved. So we've got things there that we could pray about right now. It's a good time to pray for your lost loved ones. I'm hearing a lot of people are coming to Jesus during this time. They're refocused in their life. They're at home. And they're they're finally figuring out what's important. Yeah. We had to go out yesterday. Uh Uh-huh. We wore a mask. We we hand sanitized our hands when we got back in the car. And I was amazed when we pulled into Walmart how many people there were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we did run by Lowe's because there was some stuff there that we need to pick up. And I was amazed how many people were there. And my question to you was, I hope the church is this full when we can go back to having church. I hope our parking lots are jam-packed. Yeah, that we don't return to back, you know, how we were before. I don't want church as usual. I do not want that to happen. But again, I want to stress this. Our prayer time will change things here on the earth. Mm -hmm. And as you do that, I'm telling you, there's some big things waiting for us. And I believe great and mighty breakthroughs. It was Mary, uh, Queen of Scots, said that John Docks... uh, She feared him, his prayers. More than all the armies of England. Just his prayer. Does people fear us because of our relationship with God? And when I say fear, I'm not talking about fears of snakes and those things, that kind of fear. I'm talking about our desire to see God move. Like they're praying, we're going to see God show up. And I believe that's something that people need. Again, it was said of Mary, Queen of Scots, that she feared the prayers of John Knox more than all the armies of England. That's powerful. She, it was a respect. Yes. She respected and, and knew that if he prayed, there would be... Um, a great move. A greater effect than sending in an army. There could be more pulling down of strongholds through prayer than sending in an army. And right now we, you know, we pray for all the people that are fighting this, the nurses, the doctors, the uh, first responders, and et cetera, that's fighting this. But right now we can fight this through prayer. We can stand on God's word and declare people are healed, declare the things of the spirit. And we need to do that in the society that we live in. In Colossians 4 and 12, it says, Laboring fervently for you in prayer that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Labor what? Fervently. Fervently. It means to be hot or to boil. Mm -hmm. How are, are we, and we've said this before, are we doing a microwave prayer? Yeah. And I use this analogy. Popcorn prayer. Popcorn prayer. Yeah. Do we, you know, there's nothing. I, I love, and I would prefer to have popcorn that you make on the oven that you have to shake. With the stove. The yeah. Time. Instead of the popcorn that you put in, the, there's a different flavor, a different taste. There's a different taste when you go to a movie theater and get mm-hmm. their popcorn than it is if you throw Making it in the microwave. It yeah. It takes more time. Yeah. 
than throwing in the microwave. It's developed. But, but we live in a society that people want to do that quick prayer mm-hmm. and just walk away. Yeah. We've got to spend time in his presence. And prayer means a lot more than just telling God what you want. Mm-hmm. We've got to sit and listen to him because there's things that he wants to. Communication. Just like Daniel. Yeah. Daniel prayed, but then they came and waited for the answer. Yes, and that's what we've got to do. We've got to sit and we've got to wait patiently. And that's the key. Patiently. What well, this generation has not been taught patiently for the answer. The The message Bible says, He's been tireless in prayers for you, praying that you'll stand firm, mature, and confident in everything God wants you to do. And I like the message Bible, and I like that uh, that word mature. Mm -hmm. There is a maturity that comes in your prayer time, and that maturity is also waiting Mm -hmm. on God. You know, we've got two boys, and we're very proud of them and their, their wives. But when they were smaller, they wasn't patient. No. I mean, if you mentioned you were going to buy them something or you're going to take them to McDonald's, you heard it all day. Even though you had a plan to do in the evening, they were there now, 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 now. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you get mature, you're not doing that. Yeah. You know, if you tell, okay, as they got older, we're going to go this evening. They really wouldn't ask anymore until later that evening. But we need to grow up. We need to mature in our prayer life. Yeah. Well, it goes back to that confidence. You know that when you pray and if you're confident in your prayer and God speaks something to you, you know it's going to happen. You don't have to keep saying, is it coming? Is it coming? When's it going to come, God? Or is it going to be now? Will it be today? You know it's going to happen. Well, you stand, you stand in that. Shalom. That peace. Yeah. That passes all understanding. Yeah. I mean, people in your neighborhood sh- should sit back and say, wow, look, look how peaceful they are. Yeah. And how calm it is around them. They're not, you they're know, not panicking. They're, not, they're not losing it. In Isaiah 56 and 7, it says, And make them joyful, which means to worship and shout in my house of prayer. House of prayer. Yeah. We are supposed to be a house of prayer. But they did it with worship yeah. and a shout of joy. Prayer is more just, again, you talking to God. Yeah. A lot of times, you yeah, you go to God, you declare the word over the circumstances. The Bible says the word will not return void. It'll accomplish the thing which you have sent it. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there and you've prayed and you've asked God, God, we're asking you to move in this, move in my family, heal so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And those, but then you sp- spend some time in worship. Yeah, That means very quietly. And we do it in church a little different. I like it this way, but this is what we do. And we've shifted a little bit at, at, to real life. I like worship at first, then I like the shout. I like praise at the end because people get kind of more excited. And it's either way you'd like to do it. But here what happens if you begin to worship God, you'll feel that shout rise up on the inside of you because eventually you'll begin to allow him to speak to you. Mm-hmm. And you'll get so excited about that word that he gave you. In John chapter 15, we're not going to look at everything there, but in John chapter 15, Read from 1 through 16. To me, it's very important. It talks about the vine. It talks about uh, that you are to, to be part of the, the, you are the branches on the vine. Mm-hmm. But verse 1 says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. He's the one that takes care of it. Yeah. The father is. Jesus is the, the vine. You are the branches. Yeah. 
But then it goes on and says, in verse 7, I'll read this. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. Mm-hmm. Here he's saying he wants us to bear fruit. And we're going to look at this. This is talking about prayer. Yeah. He wants people to see evidence. We don't have to tell people we're praying. No, they should see it. They will see the fruit of it because we're connected to the vine. Mm-hmm. And God is taking care of it. He, he prunes it. He takes care of it. But he wants us to bring forth a lot of fruit. He wants people to see the evidence of it. And then here it goes on and tells us what brings all this together, and you can read this during your own time, is, and he begins in verse 14, he says, you're my friends if you do whatever I command you. Mm -hmm. So we want to be his friend, Uh, not just uh, someone that takes something from somebody. He's a friend. And the Bible says he'll stick closer than a brother to us. But it all boils down to the agape love. That's what holds it together, the love of Jesus. And we need to allow the love of Jesus to flow through our life. But verse 16 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Well, here it is again, prayer. Mm -hmm. This all comes together and it's all together about prayer. So you do need to check yourself, make sure you've got the agape kind of love. But here he says, you've asked the Father, he'll grant it unto you. Mm-hmm. His desire is to grant that prayer. Again, he wants us to produce fruit. fruit. I, I, you know, I've had people, I've pastored for a number of years, they would come to me and tell me they're prayer warriors. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a prayer warrior, number one is you don't have to tell people. No. The second thing is, and it's okay to let your prayer, pastor know you're praying for him and you're in the, your prayer war room praying for him. That's good. Pastors need that. But the people outside of you, in a sense, they need to see the fruit Mm -hmm. that you've been praying and God is moving. Because again, that goes back to what John is saying here. We're connected with him and he wants to see us bear a lot of fruit. Luke chapter 18 and 1 says, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Don't give up. Yeah. Don't go weary in well-doing, friend. Due season you shall reap if you don't lose heart. He doesn't want us to lose heart. No. If we don't see it today, you have faith it's going to happen tomorrow. Yes. You know, once you have it, you don't need faith. And we walk by faith. Faith, and faith comes in sight. Yeah. Well, and faith comes by hearing the Word. So mm-hmm. right now you need to be listening to these podcasts. You need to be listening to our YouTube channel and listen to things to build up your faith. Mm-hmm. The King James says, And not to faint instead of lose heart. Yeah, not to faint. In other words, don't get weary. Don't don't give up. And prayer is the foundation for every Christian endeavor. Mm -hmm. We have good habits and we have bad habits. Prayer is a good habit. It's something you and I, during the week, we get up, we drink our cup of coffee, Mm -hmm. and we sit and we have devotions together. Yeah. Because we want our day to start out Right. Mm-hmm. And now we know some people have to get up so early, but sometime during that day, you need to spend some time talking with your father, but also allow him to speak to you. And sometimes he'll speak to you while you're reading your Bible. Yes. And a lot will go off and you'll get so excited about the scripture because he's giving you a scripture to stand on. The New Testament, and you can study it, guarantees results if you're praying and you don't lose heart. Mm-hmm. 
He guarantees us to walk in those things. Prayer changes things. Prayer doesn't change God. That's the truth. We'll see God change things around us, but the Bible says in Malachi 3 and 6, For I am the Lord, I do not change. Hebrews 13 and 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is stable. Yeah. He is so stable. And that's one thing is we've got older that we've, we're trying our best to do. We try to connect our, ourselves to people that are stable. They don't change with the times. Mm-hmm. And we don't want people that's changing with the times because when you do, you know, when you see one thing come in, mm-hmm. they're on that bandwagon. Oh, yeah. And it's destroyed man, uh, mess, uh, ministries. ministries. Uh, but I want to be around those people that are just steady, steady, easy going, and just steady and keep preaching the same word. Keep preaching faith. Keep preaching that you're an overcomer. That greater is he that's in you than he's in the world. That encourages people. Now, turn your Bibles to Jeremiah 29, verse 11. And I think this scripture, or these scriptures here, is very relevant for for us right now. Hebrews chapter... Not Hebrews. uh, Excuse me, Jeremiah 29, verse Verse 11 11. through 14, baby. I have verse 11 pulled up um, in the Amplified. I think you wanted me to hone in on that. Yes. It says, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster. Okay, stop right there. That's powerful. Read that one more time. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster. For peace. For? Well-being. For shalom. So he's saying that and not for disaster. Right now, we would classify this as a disaster that's going on on our planet. But he says, hey, I've got a, I've got a thought for you. Yeah. I'm speaking peace over you. Go ahead, sweetheart. And it ends with to give you a future and a hope. Now, in the New King James, it says this way. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Okay, so he's telling us, I mean, this is the Old Testament. We've shared some things in the New Testament. Here he's saying, if you call upon me, I will hear you. Go ahead. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. Well, here, verse 13, in my Bible, I underline seek. Mm -hmm. Because if you look that up, it means to worship. Praise the Lord. So not only you're asking, you're seeking. And the law says not seek and ask in the New Testament. But here he said, seek, you spend time in worship. Get before me and just worship me. Go ahead. Verse 14 says, I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I've driven you, says the Lord. And I will bring you to the place from which I caused you to be carried away captive. See, again, I, I want to stress a couple of things. It says in verse 14, I will, uh, I will be found. That means to be present. You, God wants you to know he's there for you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to make your future better than your past. Yeah. So we're going to begin to believe today that God is going to do supernatural things in you, in your family, even right now. And some people, this is really strong, uh, really hard on them financially. Oh, yeah. And we're going to begin to speak peace and pray peace over you. He, and here it says, I've got a note here. It says, he will continue to bless, protect, and provide for his people. Always. Always. 
that to me, I want to say it one time, he will continue to bless, protect, and provide for his people. He's going to take care of you. Yeah. He, he has in times past. He's going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And Teresa and I want to encourage you today to begin to pray, spend time in your word, and begin to spend time in worship and praise. Get your kids together if you've got kids at home. Let them begin to see you worship and praising God. This could be a great time for them to see you. Because at church, I know it's different when you and I were brought up. But in church now, we have kids' church going on, which we bring our kids in now. And the kids are down there worshiping God in front of uh, the altar. But for so long, they haven't saw their mom and dad truly worship God because they've been in a back room somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let them worship with you. I'm telling you, there's something powerful about that when you do that. But we, we hope you've enjoyed this today. Yeah. We hope it's spoken to you and you've got something out of it. Because again, we spent some time in prayer about this. We want to make sure we're bringing the right thing to you. And we believe right now it is prayer. Uh, we do want to share a little bit about Mask. We, we have teamed up, my personal ministry have teamed up and we are providing some masks. We're helping someone is fixing them and we brought took some over to the children's home some to the hospital, but I know you wanted to bring up that if people that are close enough need a mask mm-hmm. to Just let us reach know. out to us and we can uh, get try to you. get those to you. You know how to contact Pastor Rodney and just do that. Uh, can't do large quantities, obviously, and you would need to be within driving distance to get them delivered to you, but if you'll reach out to us and let us know that you need them. We, our personal ministry will try to get those to you. No charge. We'll try to get those to you to be a blessing to you. Listen, we love you and we appreciate you. We want to pray right now for you and speak over you. Heavenly Father, we come in your presence. We thank you, Lord, for your word. Yes. And Lord, we speak to everyone that's listening to us. We speak peace over them right now, Father. We declare your word over them this very moment, Father. We ask that you're moving, Father, and that you're blessing them, you're protecting them, and you're providing for them, Father. Lord, we speak that you move supernaturally. And Father, we ask right now that you put a a hedge of protection around the nurses and the doctors and the first responders. Yes. Lord, and protect them during this time. Lord, we declare right now that we see a curve in this, Father. We see see this go down. We come against the coronavirus, Father. We declare your word, Father, that you send every good and perfect thing comes down from heaven, Father. And we speak that you move supernaturally right now. And Lord, we pray for every single person that's listening to this. Lord, on Twitter, on Facebook, Father, we pray for people at real life and we speak the power of God to overshadow them. And Lord, we declare again your word, Father, and speak over them peace in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Listen, take a few moments, put some praise and worship on, and also go over to Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney on the YouTube channel and listen to that one message in particular. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Really, listen to all of it because it'll build your faith up. We love you. We will talk with you next week from Pastor Rodney and Teresa. May God bless you, spirit, soul, and body, and have a wonderful day. We love you.